Welcome to the Yo Show. What's up? What's up? It's Michael Yo. Uh, this is the time in the show where you smash that like button. Ashley, that's yes. where you put the smash. smash. And then you pow the, the subscribe button. <laughs> yes, yes. Is that what you're supposed to do? Yes, smash and then pow and then smash the like button. <laughs> pow the subscribe button because that's how we grow and we thank you for everything. All right. So that's Ashley, the producer. Uh, What are you promoting today, Ashley? Today I'm promoting, I am once again, and maybe finally, playing my last game of kickball in Hell's Kitchen, New York, this Saturday. Come find me. I love how Ashley was giving out the address of their kickball game. They're like, what are you doing? She's like, meet me at this part. We're playing kickball. I know, I cut it out. I know, she cut it out. Okay, good, good, good. And uh, follow her, do the thing, follow her right oh, there on right the screen. And she's going to put it right there, Ashley. And Dean, what do you got? What do you promote? At the end of the month, my new music video, Rendezvous, is going to come out. So yes. stay tuned for that. Oh, speaking about Rendezvous, is this where we put a clip of Rendezvous right here? Rendezvous. All right, let's check out <laughs> Dean's Rendezvous. So girl, hold on to me. I'm trusting you with the Oh, Dean is the only guy that makes love to the mic when he talks to it. Even on a pot, he's like, yeah, you know, it's a little sauce, a little spice. That's what we do over here. So what's cool about this podcast, uh, we got Generation X, Y, and Z represented on the show. So three different decades on the show, and this is why it's so fun. Now I want to introduce our guest before we jump into all the headlines. One of my good friends, I've known him for comedy ever since I started, I believe. Johnny LaQuasto in the building. First off, can we guess who's in what generation? Because I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> oh, I know. They both look okay. young. So I'm the oldest. That would yeah. be X, right? Okay. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Y would be the next lower generation. Y millennial? No. Yes. Yes, correct. Y is millennial. millennial. So okay. look, at, look at her. Yeah. And look at Dean. Which one is Y? Oh, no. You're going to make me guess. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say... Ashley appears to be more mature. Is that a kind way of Dean? Oh, no. No, but you know what? The the stream yard adds a couple of years. (laughs) Oh, my God. What? What? Wow, she's gonna make you look awful in this podcast. I'm not actually on this show now, am I? I'm cropping him out. I'm kidding. All right, so Dean, you are, I'm gonna say you're mid 20s. Okay. Yeah. Is that correct? Ashley, I'm gonna say, that you can you can not you, legally have a beverage of adult uh, format yet. Is that ooh. true? Really? Okay, I don't so know. you're saying black don't crack is what you're trying I'm to say. I'm reversing my yeah. stance. <laughs> he's reversing. He's reversing. Yeah. So, yes, you are correct. Dean is the Y. Okay. No. No. No, no I'm, Wait. I'm the youngest. You're double Z. You're the youngest. Yes. Wait a minute. No. I call yeah, it. Dean is the youngest. Dean's younger than you? Yes. Wait, I don't even know how old you. I thought you were 22. Me? Yeah. 
No, Thank I'm you. not telling you how old I am now. Okay. <laughs> I called it. Dean's younger. Wow, you white, white right. cracks. Yeah, white cracks, but not at his age. He's still too young to drink. <laughs> I just shaved, too. I feel like this is a good opportunity me, to mention that because I feel like it like You got the baby like face years. going on. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is amazing to me. I always <laughs> thought Dean was older than Asher, and, I, and they're on my show. And I don't even know. I thought Dean was older than that. Because, Dean, aren't you like 26? I'm 22. 22. Woo, oh, you So, okay. Ashley might be the 26. But I'll no. take that. I'll take okay, that. Okay, so X, Y, and Z represent. No, no, let's be honest. Ashley is still very young. Yes. Very, you know, nimble. No, I'm well, quite I young. I don't know. She, no, I've seen her try to catch a. Uh, uh, she plays kickball. Yeah, kickball. I've seen that. Like pictures of her. Like, yeah, she doesn't look very nimble. <laughs> the address for the game is no. Yeah, no, put up the, the picture of Ashley league. trying to catch the ball. Like, <laughs> there are two. There are two. I'll, I'll there do two. both. Hey, okay, what's the other one? Because I saw the one where like, uh, what's the oh, other no. one? Oh no! So there's one where I'm like that. The other one was where I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> like I'm she trying makes, to like eat the some ball. Facial expressions when she plays kickball, man. She's into it. All right, let's jump into the show. Uh, Johnny, just jump in. We're going to talk about his brand new special. Give out the name before we jump into the... It is called Saudi Stepdad. It's on YouTube. You could watch it for free, and I'm very proud of it. It's really funny. It might be the greatest comedy special of all time. Besides, uh -huh. I never thought from Michael Yo. Besides. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. By the way, I will say, I think you have one of my favorite opening jokes to a special of all time. Thank the you. The one about the masks? Yeah. Oh, dude, genius. Thank you what so much. What a way much. to start a special, man. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. But this is not about me. It's about you. And feel free to jump in on any of the topics. Mm -hmm. Let's kick it off, Ashley. It's about neither of you. It's about Taylor Swift Can and Travis stop, Kelsey. Please. It's about them again. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Give us the details. <laughs> okay. Finally, they have been spotted committing PDA. Committed. Kissing. Ooh, I love it. You make it sound like a crime. I like it. I like Let's it. go. It kind it's of is. Let's be honest. Yes, yes. <laughs> they hey. were seen kissing, but there are no photos, and that's kind of why I believe it, to be honest. Okay, so where'd this happen at, Ashley? So this happened Give at us all the details, because I don't have them in front of me today, so give okay. us all the details, yeah, yeah. and then we'll comment on it. So first of all, they were spotted holding hands. Really tame, right? Really yep. PG-13. Then we get to Saturday Night Live, the after party. You know, they both ended up on SNL uh, in their mm. own little ways. Taylor Swift introduced Ice Spice. Travis Kelsey was in a sketch about making fun of himself and Taylor Swift. And Taylor Swift ends up at the after party with Travis Kelsey, and they're canoodling. Okay. I, I, I do want to say this. Nope. Two things. I like them together. I'm not going to even lie to you. Hmm. I really like them together. I don't like how it's shoved down our throats. Yes. Now, a lot of people will say, well, don't watch it. That's impossible. Because no matter where you go, <laughs> it's on. Right? Yeah. Like, if I yeah. don't want to see politics, I won't watch politics. That's mm -hmm. fine. You can get away from politics. Really, you can't. People think it's everywhere, but no. Nah. Watch local news, and the only time politics comes up, if it's a mass, it has to be a massive news story. And that's the one you should know about, right? But as far as uh, internet, you turn on your computer, pops up. You turn on the TV, it pops up on the news. It's every, mm -hmm. any Sunday football, Saturday football, mm -hmm. every football, they're on. <laughs> every talk show, they're talking about. You can't get away from Taylor Swift. Even I can't go to a movie because people are like, oh, my God, did you see her movie came out and people were dancing in the theater? It's like, no, I, I, I can't. I can't even. I love her. I don't love her. I'm lying. I respect what she does. 
I respect it because I don't want to lie on my podcast. Come on, Mike, shake it off. Okay. Not, oh. Sorry. No, oh. no. Oh, oh. No. No, you didn't. He's going there. No, That's the only song I know. No, I had you to... know what? I think, right. I think we're not going to even talk about your comedy special now. <laughs> I mean, you really, he just really said shake it off, Dean. Did you? I, I, no, I, I, love, know it. I love it. So <laughs> I'm just upset. Like, you can't get away from her. I don't love her, but I respect what she does. Yeah. I like Kelsey. I respect what he does. And you know me on this show. Who was the hater of this relationship? It was Ashley when they first it started was. dating. She said, they're not going to make it. And I go, I hope they make it. You know why? Because then I'll ever have to see this again. I hope she get married. I hope they have kids. So I'll never have to see another dating story with Taylor Swift again. All right. Who got something to say? Well, as a lifelong Chiefs fan, I will say this. Mm -hmm. The Chiefs are undefeated since signing Taylor Swift. She's been <laughs> a great addition to the team. Yeah. And I do not want them to break up because then I don't want to have to deal with Taylor Swift writing a breakup song about the Chiefs. We don't need that kind of juju. We're trying to run it back. We're trying to win a third Super Bowl in five years. All right. We mm -hmm. need this. So I need Taylor and Travis to work it out. Is Travis ready to be part of the Illuminati? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I think he can handle it. Yeah. So I'm all for it. Let's uh, go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know if I can take a whole football season to this. But luckily, I'm not a big NFL fan. But still, even on college football, they talk about it. <laughs> you know, it has nothing to do with Taylor Swift. And they're like, oh, tomorrow night, the Kansas City Chiefs play on our station. Taylor Swift may be there. I'm like, oh, my God. She'll, she'll be there. Oh, my God. Undefeated. Undefeated, right? Mm -hmm. Well, do you think when they lose a game that Taylor's at, they're going to blame her? All her fault. All her <laughs> oh, yeah. No question. But when they win, it's not her fault, or you give her credit for that? I'll give her credit for, I, I, to me, I think, you know, the fact that you got Taylor Swift hanging out with Donna Kelsey, uh, which that's a, that's a great. That's the mom, by the way, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Donna Kelsey's as big of a star as her two kids now at this yeah. point, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's I think it's great because Travis Kelsey is way out there as far as a personality. Yeah. He doesn't take anything seriously. Taylor Swift is like. I don't even know what kind of level of fame she's at. Oh, there's Unreal. no one in the world close to her. That's the level. Even of fame. Bieber? Yeah. No. Oh, there's no. no one that is close. Not even Beyonce and all the the wow. not Beyonce. I'm talking about sales. I'm not talking mm. about. See, a lot of here's the problem with people, mm. and this is why I don't like people. Right? Mm. You say Taylor Swift is bigger than Beyonce, and automatically they go, "Oh, so you think?" Taylor Swift is more talented than Beyonce. Beyonce can sing way. Of course, Beyonce sings better than Taylor Swift. Puts on a better show than Taylor Swift to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But yep. without a doubt, Taylor Swift is the biggest artist in the world, hands down, right now. Absolutely. Mm. Most I mean, Absolutely. I mean, is there anyone close? Maybe so, The Weeknd, I heard, might be close. Uh, no. But I don't know. People, I, you know, I, don't I heard know. he just got his face done or something. I, I would plastic surgery. I don't what know. is it when you become celebrity? People mess with their face. I don't know. Like, look, I'm not gonna lie. I get Botox, right? Do you? I'm fine oh, with that. Good yeah, for you. Because, good for you. Because let me tell you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you a little secret. People, my I have a great dermatologist, mm -hmm. and she always said that all these celebrities that never age, getting Botox every three to four months, just a little quick hit, boom, 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 boom. It, it's like going to the gym. And that's why you don't huh. get old because of wrink it's all about wrinkles and you keep the wrinkles away. The people that you notice like go 20, 30 years without going, and then all of a sudden they get everything done because it's too late then. 
So right. I I'll let I get Botox and I don't, I don't care. You go to the face gym every couple months. I go to face gym. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get it in there. You doing those face <laughs> pull ups? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I don't care. Oh, I get God. Botox. So what? So what? But, I mean, I will say your forehead looks immaculate. They, well, so. and, and see, I keep it natural. Look at my forehead. Let, let, mm -hmm. Let's get this shot. I know we're going <laughs> to zoom in a little bit. Yeah. See this? I still got the wrinkles. Because you know why? I said I want to keep it natural. Mm -hmm. But I don't want mm -hmm. deep wrinkles. But I want to, because I'm a comic. I need expression. Well, see, and I'm, you're a father. You're going to have wrinkles. <laughs> that's right. Well, no. No. Have you seen the people on the news? Mm. Their faces don't move. Like, no. especially the women. It's like like they're skiing nonstop. Yeah. Also, <sighs> as newscasters, you can't show emotion. So you have to deliver everything like this. And you can't show facial expression tonight at 11. That's really good. <laughs> that Thank you. Really good. You know what? And and I tell people being a, I'm not going to, it's a very easy job. You just show no emotion on every story. Even fun <laughs> stories. Tonight, our basketball team won. Yay. Yeah. You know, you can't, just very straight. Do you enjoy teleprompter? Was that always easy for Doesn't you? Doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I like it. I don't. It, it doesn't matter. Because usually when I host shows now, they'll have a teleprompter, but they want they paying me to go off the teleprompter, like to input my personality. But way in. back in the day, though, you probably. Oh, man. I remember the first time I was on E because mm -hmm. they hired me with no TV experience. Really? Yeah. They just like my personality. And I didn't know how to read a prompter. It's a skill. Mm -hmm. You got to I, I wouldn't say it's a skill. You just got to learn. You got you got to do it over and over to learn how to do it. Right. So they say, go. Like they, the light went on and the guy pointed to me and I thought he was playing around. So I pointed back and I was like, yeah, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know I was supposed to read. And that became your thing. I was like, yeah, because the guy goes, and I, and I looked at him and I'm a jokester. I'm going, yeah, and he was like, no, you're right. I was like, oh. That's so awkward. All right. If you're just tuning in, Johnny LaQuasto. Hello. Comedian extraordinaire is in the building. It has a um, special out called Saudi, Saudi step, Saudi stepdad. That's right, man. Sa uh, Saudi, Saudi stepdad. Saudi. We're gonna jump into that in a second. But the Taylor Swift. Anybody else? Uh, Ashley, you got any comments on it, Dean? I, I, I do. Oh, Dean? no, no. I, I'm gonna let Ashley go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Show. Yeah, go ahead. I do have He's a the comment. Youngest. He talks last, Ashley. <laughs> oh, right. Respect your elders. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, I think that the Taylor Swift thing is interesting because when you really when it comes down to it, we were talking about how this was a publicity stunt, right? And I don't know, like, if it's a publicity stunt, are you going to be kissing in public? And also, the movie's already out, so it's done. Yeah. Yeah, the oh, movie yeah. came out. Yeah, it's, it had crazy ticket sales in the theater. They just took her concert and played it in movie oh, theater. And all the fans went to the movie theaters and reenacted the concert. They were jumping around with glow sticks and oh, all that yeah. stuff. And that's the no. most annoying thing to me in the world is a glow stick. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, really? I remember back in the day at clubs, people have glow sticks doing all this stuff. And I'm like, you look like an idiot. <laughs> that was my thing. It, the glow sticks were so annoying to me at nightclubs when people were on X and all that stuff. Because they'd just be like. <laughs> <laughs> That's because any, any person in their right mind not on drugs would be right? like, what am I doing <laughs> with my life? What, what? <laughs> and they're, they're putting it in your face and spinning it like this. And they're, and they're sweating with their sunglasses. <laughs> and Sandstorm plays for the seventh yeah. time in a row. Yeah, yeah, right. God. Daniel Bettingfield, I'm gonna get through this. I'm oh my gosh. Yeah. Better off alone. <laughs> yeah, all that. Dean, yeah. do you know what Man. they're talking about? I do. I, I I do. I do. They're like, but I feel like in today's age, you might see that at a rave now, like more often. Oh, they still do glow sticks at raves? Like it's more it's it's evolved. 
Mm. Oh, it's a glow, glow stick. What are they? They, they shoot bullets now. Like what happens? Well, it's getting there. They oh, have wow. like okay. they have sash. Like I don't even know what they're called. The long they, strands and waves and wands and things that they. Oh wow! And they do all kinds of intricate, just like exactly what you're talking about. But because it's a more detailed, ecstatic product that they're oh. waving around, oh. it, it, it looks a little like probably a little better. But it's also. I understand your point too. I'm not one to sit at a rave and do that. But yeah, it, it's well, totally this wasn't at raves though. This was at a normal club. Raves mm-hmm. are like a newer. They're a newer thing, right? Aren't no, raves, raves no. were when I was young. They had oh, raves. I guess you're right. I guess you're they right. were more underground. Like when I was yeah. in high school, they had raves, and I was super into the chicks with the low jeans, with the they, the raver look. Yeah, I was yeah, super yeah. into mm-hmm. that yeah. look. And then I was like, yeah, they don't grow up too well, you know, mm-hmm. like. They're, <laughs> They're getting or more they than don't grow up at all. Yeah, yeah. some, yeah. some. Uh, I, so, you know what's? Mm-hmm. I'm about to say something so mean, but you know what's very sad is when you see, and I'm talking about guys too, like old people at raves. I'm like, oh. what are you doing? What are you doing with your life? Yeah. It's like seeing but- the old lady that still works at Hooters, and she's mm. like 50. <laughs> it's like homeless <laughs> wings, please. Damn. <laughs> I'm like, why are you still here? Like, but- didn't you know? Like to save some of those tips for something else. It's hard to move on sometimes. From As Hooters, you age. from no, Hooters. Well, not from Hooters. I don't go to Hooters now, but I'm saying like. So you've even aged out of Hooters. I never for liked sh- it. I like food. I like good food. So I went to Hooters every time. I'm like, this is foolish. What am I doing here? Yeah. I, I mean, like you this. when you're young, you go to look at the women, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have some wings and watch a game. Then you're like, yo, I'm married with two kids. I have no desire to go to Hooters. Mm-mm. What's Can that I ask do you a me? question? Yes. So now I know Hooters used to be a big thing, right? Like I remember it being a big thing and Big Daddy, that movie. So now that we have the internet, you can pull up whatever you want to watch. Is there a need for Hooters anymore? No. I feel like Hooters is just, at this point, it's just an iconic brand that people just pay homage to. But they... There's no, it's not satisfying the need of the. Let me let me ask you, Dean. You're 22. Are guys your age? Like when I was 22, we all headed to Hooters. That was a thing for us. At your age, is that a thing or no? It would if it was, and I'm I'm saying this based off of my peers. But if it was, it would be considered kind of like an outing, but a a satirical outing. Satirical. Okay. Kind of a joke. You know, we're we're not. We all go. See, see, that's what's so crazy. Like us, we went out like, oh, let's check out some chicks and eat some wings and watch a game. Mm -hmm. Them like, let's go to Hooters. You know, like that's the difference. Yeah, exactly. But that just shows you how people evolve too, you know? And it's not your thing. Like, you know, and like like Johnny or somebody, Ashley said, these pictures are everywhere now. Mm-hmm. We didn't have mm-hmm. internet when I was growing up. Dude, when I see a Hooters that's still open, it's kind of like the Blockbuster video restaurants. I'm like, I'll be damned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I still oh, see them packed when I drive by. Really? Ooh, but it's, really? I think it's guys that just hang out to watch games now. You know, I don't, but I'm yeah. sure they got their regulars too that just go in there. Well, it's like, and what <laughs> Carl's here. here. Yeah, All Carl's here. Can we talk yeah. about the fact that Dean is wearing a Playboy hat while he's yeah, talking about because, you know right? <laughs> No, because it's probably funny to him. You yeah, know what it, I mean? It's, yeah. It's evolved, like before, Playboy is, uh, is known for Playboy, right? Yeah. But I feel like now it's, yes, of course it is. But the whole like Hugh Hefner thing, like it's, it now it's more of a brand. It's a fashion. It's the articles. Yes, we know. Yeah. Like yeah. it's a, it's, yeah, but it's like a. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of got like a fresh fashion look. It's kinda, a fashion thing. Yeah, it's like now. a Pacific sunwear thing. Big, big Pacific. Okay. Yeah. All right. See, that's the younger people talking. All right. That's cool. All right. What's our next topic, Ashley? 
Okay, so our next topic is, did anyone see SNL this past weekend? I uh, saw Keenan play Prime. Coach Prime. No way. I'd like to see that. Dude, actually. it was one of the funniest things he's ever done. Really? And that's Co 20 years of work right there. Okay. So, uh, dude, dude, this was hilarious. Throw a clip if we don't get flagged of Keenan Ivory. Wait. Wait. Keenan Thompson. Keenan Thompson. <laughs> Keenan Thompson playing Coach Prime at mm -hmm. the SNL desk for a weekend okay. update. It is just a really quick clip. Name one team that's undefeated. Okay. Well, well there's Georgia. Right. Michigan, mm -hmm. Ohio State. That's another one. Florida State. Forgot about them. Oklahoma. Sure. Penn State. Indeed. Washington. Good team. North Carolina. Tar Heels. Air Force. And see, that's exactly my point. What, what is your point? It's the funniest thing. But what do you want to talk about on SNL? Oh, just Pete Davidson. I thought it was really cool that he came back, and uh, he was he was meant to come back last season, but the writer yeah. strike hit. His "I'm Just Pete" music video. Based off of I'm Just Ken from Barbie. Just me, my dating life is not discreet. I generate tons of publicity for everything except my comedy. It was just spot on, self-deprecating. It was hilarious. Did anybody I see it? I didn't see that. See, I didn't watch SNL. Because uh, okay. I am a person that won't watch it live because mo a lot of the bits don't appeal to me. Mm -hmm. But I'm uh, the dude that fast forward through it and watch the bits I like. You know what yeah. I mean? No, no, that makes it's, sense. It's not a live full watch to me. It's like, oh, let me see the three funny bits everybody is talking about and let me watch those, you know? Right, right. Did uh, you see it, Johnny? I saw, I knew it was on, but no, I didn't see anything. Like even the, I haven't seen Barbie either. So that I'm just Pete, I'm just, I'd be sitting there watching like, I don't understand. Yeah, and I haven't seen Barbie uh, yeah. either. Have you seen Barbie, Ashley? Yes. Did. Yeah. did you of like it? I did. I loved Barbie. It was really good. And and that's the thing is that I wasn't going. I was going for the nostalgia, but I didn't mm -hmm. realize it was going to be so you know, just empowering toward women. Did uh, Did you play with Barbies growing up? I did. And you know what's funny is that I, I was really excited to see Issa, Issa Rae as President Barbie because as a kid, I only had one black Barbie. And yeah. mm. I didn't know any, my mom is white, I didn't know any black women at all. And so I named the Barbie Oprah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> Good choice. And so it was just it was just really interesting to see that now that switch and just like Barbies can be anyone can be anything. It was just like, really oh, man, beautiful. let me tell you, when I grew up, there was no interracial couples on the air mm -hmm. like that was for Cheerios tried a commercial with a father in another room of a mixed race child and so many racist comments about oh, yeah. it. And this is only like mm -hmm. nine years ago, yeah, like 2016, 2016. It was, uh, you said Cheerios, right? Yes. Yeah, so the father yeah, yeah. was on the couch and the little girl. Adorable. Adorable little mixed little girl with a white mom, and uh, the Cheerio box said, "Eat Cheerios is good for your heart." Mm -hmm. So the little mm -hmm. girl takes a Cheerio, goes into the living room, and puts the Cheerio, gives the Cheerio, puts the Cheerio on her dad's heart. And That's people so said the most racist things. Which is the cutest commercial? I remember that. Yeah, vividly. I remember. It's such a yeah. beautiful commercial. Oh, but mm -hmm. people were like, "Oh, I mean, some of the racist comments, you, they had to take it off of YouTube." I mean, it was on the air, and they also put it on YouTube. They take it down because so many racist people were mad that they showed an interracial couple. So now that I'm so happy because my son and daughter gets to grow up with people like Coco, Moana, and see all these colors. Like, yeah. like I watched the Jetsons, Josie and the Pussycat Dolls, 
Herc, I mean, He-Man, mm-hmm. Pac-Man. There was no, like, the only black people you saw in cartoons was Fat Albert. Right? Right. Right? right. Now, Char- my kids, they don't even know a world where it's only white characters. It's mm-hmm. always different colors. So that's very cool how that's happening. Okay, I have, I have a question for you here. I just had a horror movie marathon where we're doing Ugh. Halloween what <laughs> you I don't like watch scary movies. movies really i, I hate don't horror movies like why do people do you like horror movies uh i did just see the new saw so like oh, no. here's ah. the thing i like the psychological aspect of it i can't tell if i've seen them all or not because they all kind of blend in yeah but i do i had to turn away a lot i had to close my eyes a lot because i think the older i get now that i have a family i'm stuff same. bothers me a lot more same yeah. same i don't okay. i've never liked scary movies i don't understand why people would want to feel fear I get too much fear in normal life. True. true. I don't want to feel it during entertainment. Like, my entertainment is not feeling scared. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But, like, Mm -hmm. that's why I don't play shooter games. Because I try to play a couple of these shooter games these these people play. Man, you get nervous walking into another room because you really feel like something's going to happen to you. Especially the VR stuff. Oh, my God. I'm like, no. Yeah. No, I don't need jump scares. I don't go to Halloween Horror Nights. No, no, because somebody in that house can kill you. We've already talked about this. And then your you friends know, are like, "Oh, look, our friend's part of the act." It's like, no, he just got murdered. Right. All right. Go you ahead. Know, as, as a kid, I used to watch a lot of scary movies, and as an adult, I don't. But the reason why I'm okay with them, I don't get really scared of them, is because when Saw One and Saw Two came out, I used to watch the behind the scenes of how they did the makeup uh, and everything. Now I can watch any scary movie and I'm just thinking of how amazing the makeup is. I'm never thinking of how scary it actually is or gory. Gotcha. It's like that okay. curse, the curse of editing or the curse of making music or whatever. Once you get really into it, you can't see anything the same. Mm-hmm. You, you listen yeah. to every song and you're thinking about the mix or you listen, watch every movie and you're thinking about the effects or the edits. Wow, that was great. How can I apply that to my skill set? Or you Rather watch another stand up or you watch another stand-up comedian and go, man, this dude's huge, but he's garbage. I mean, <laughs> or the vice versa is like when I watch Dave Chappelle, it's like, oh my God, how did he do that? Yeah, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like that it, it's it's amazing because when you're standing, like I was watching a clip today of a comic that's huge. And he said a joke, and before he even got halfway finished, and it was only a 20-second joke. I said the punchline out loud to my wife mm-hmm. and then without even knowing it because it was so freaking predictable mm-hmm. you know yep. what i mean and i'm not hating on that's why i'm not saying their name right uh but i was like yo this is the type of stuff that but we all do it though like a, a new special drops on netflix i will give it i'll give it five minutes if there's not one impressive punchline in the first five minutes yeah. i'm like i gotta go i'm yeah. like this person's on netflix why yeah, we're yeah. just haters yeah. over here. Yeah. Haters are it's in okay. the building. Whoa! <laughs> haters, 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 haters. <laughs> All right, what so, was your point of this? You, I know you had a point to this. Yeah, so um, speaking of predictable, there is this, uh, the question is from Reddit, what horror movie flaw would get you killed? Because you know, it's the same tropes in every single movie. Always saying, I'll be right back. You know, that'll get you killed. What what would your horror horror movie flaw be? Probably that I'm My- tired. <laughs> tired? Yeah, I'm too tired to run. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would be the person. Yeah, I know what I would be the person letting everybody walk in front of me and I'll probably get snatched from the back. Oh. Oh. Because, you know, I'm more, you know, I'm like, yo, y'all go first. 
You know uh, what I mean? I don't know. I have video evidence that you are not during that invisible prank. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I will run quick. I'm not the person. Well, no, what I'm saying is I'm not going to investigate anything. Okay, mm -hmm. fair. I ain't yeah. got time for that. Yep. That's, yeah. That's where we're different. I was like, I think curiosity is my biggest enemy. I feel like if you heard a noise day, outside, you would go check it. It, so it depends. If I was alone, no. But the thing is, there's like this, the, the hero ego part of me that if I was like with my girl or a woman, then it's like, oh, okay, now, now I got to get up and I'm going to check and I'm going to get killed. Dude, I like got, that. I got, I got, so my friend was staying at our house in LA when we had one there and he accidentally hit the wrong button on the alarm. So basically what happens in like most alarms when you hit stay, you can stay in the house and it just goes off if an outsider comes in. Mm -hmm. So you can move around. My friend left the house to go do some comedy sets. And this is my wife and son. We're upstairs, we let him have the downstairs. And he hit uh, away, because mm -hmm. he was going away. So in his mind, it's like, I'm gonna go away. So I went up to go to bathroom and the alarm went off because there was <laughs> motion inside the house. And I was like, and I'm in my boxers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I run downstairs and I call out my friend's name is Orlando. I go, Orlando, you here? Orlando. And I and I got a bat and then boxes and I and and I finally figured out like in my because nobody jumped out or nothing, but I'm there protecting <laughs> right. my family in boxes and a bat, right? And then I talk to my wife after it and I go, I was really not prepared for it, like a bat. Oh, I know I'm not prepared. Like, like oh, that's I need that's all I got. Right? And that, and that, and that's when I said I need to get guns. You know what I mean? I need something to protect our family. Because I, I ran down in boxers, bro, with a bat. What's <laughs> yeah. that going to do? The element it, of surprise. Was I, was, I, surprise. was I hoping the burglar was going to throw fastballs so I could hit him at him? I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing. I don't got a bat. I have a, a, a Nerf football in my iPhone, which is heavy. Yeah. But that's I'm out of ammo after You got to protect yourself, man. Especially, man. No matter, like, I don't trust people. I do not no. trust people. You know, so anyway, so um, what was the question again? <laughs> oh, yeah. Which horror movie flaw would yeah. get you killed? Yeah. yeah, that that would be it. I would even though I would I wouldn't run to trouble. I would run away from it. So the way to catch me would be like, oh, make a sound over here and then wait over here. Yeah. yeah. I think I would be too loud at criticizing everybody else for doing stupid stuff. You know what I mean? Like, hey, that's a bad idea. Don't, no, don't, can we just stay here? And then I'll just like, <laughs> yeah. Well, my thing is like, if you got one killer, right? Mm -hmm. But this is why I'm not a movie, like, cause the movies be 10 seconds long or everybody <laughs> run mm -hmm. in a different direction. And like, at least Somebody all of us out, are gonna right? get away. One's not gonna make it. But everybody else, that would be the movie. Everybody That's the in title a, of the movie. One's not gonna make. One's it. not gonna make it. <laughs> Opening scene is everybody in a cabin, like six people in a cabin, yeah. right? Uh -huh. And then you hear a noise outside. I go, "Hey, everybody, you on your own? Let's all run in different directions." <laughs> Credits. That's it. That's it. Award winning. It would be festival circuit. Let's go. Festival. That's right. All right, let's do one more story, and then we're going to jump into Johnny and talk about a special. Cool, cool. Or do you, uh, and also, I want to do one more story. And do you have any interesting facts? Uh, interesting facts. No? Um, I do have one, actually. Yes, uh, tell me. Let's so do the fact. it's now been 100 years ago that Walt Disney founded the Walt Disney Company. So Disney came into our lives 100 years ago, 1923. Can you look up, one of y'all, look up when Disney died, Walt yeah, it was in was it? 70 or it was in 70. 
So, so, well, that's cool. So he got to enjoy what he built then. You know what I mean? Because I was, I was, and there's a lot of things that he was anti-Semitic and all this stuff, but look, he's gone and the legacy of Disney lives on. Because I know some people are going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know those stories. All I know is my kids really right. enjoy it. Sure. And, right. but whatever, I, I was just wondering, did he get to uh, actually experience now like he, got, he created and he actually has because i remember we stayed in a disney hotel and there's pictures of him at disney groundbreaking yes. and stuff so he got to experience that's cool he got to experience disneyland but walt disney world was really his big big project and he died what five years before that opened really so yeah, yeah. so he, he bought, bought all the land, land for it yep that was swampland mm -hmm. it's incredible Still, i've been to disneyland it's, so many times it's too much it's a lot. They say oh, you can't do it's it a lot. One day. No, you have to you stay have like to, to if you wanted to see everything. I would say you probably have to stay a week. Easy, a whole week. Oh yeah, like yeah. Seven uh, days in the park. Yeah. Wow. Well, there's different parts. There's different. Uh, parts. That's what they yeah. say. Yeah. But just don't walk around the lakes because yeah. alligators mm -hmm. will eat your ass over mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. And the yeah, rest man. Of you. I don't mess around with dude. I was lived in Miami, and I've said this on the podcast, I think. But I lived in Miami, and one time between four months, people were jogging around the lakes. You know. There was like eight people that got killed by alligators just jogging. Jeez. They just hang in like, the bushes. I'm like, why are y'all jogging by water? No. Don't do can't that. Can't do it. During the Even pandemic, someone... oh, yeah. when there was nothing to do, I would actually, just to keep my sanity, I would start, because I was living in Florida at the time, I would start doing hikes. And I would drive as much as 120 miles just to do a hike. I was trying wow. to find different places. Mm -hmm. And so many times, I'm in the middle of a hike, dead of summer 2020, 100 degrees outside, and I hear a nice loud splash just to my right. I'm like, Oh, those are gators. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, oh. it was a little dicey. Ooh. Yeah, man. They and they were snatching people, bro. Didn't you have a story about Disney fans or something like that? Or your beef with Disney? Yeah. Let me tell you what I hate about Disney. Mm. Yeah. I hate when you're walking and someone just stops in front of you. Like they're the only person in the park. Yep. That gets on my nerve. Like you're walking, everybody's walking full speed. There are hundreds of people walking in, and then one person and just stops. <laughs> And like, why are you stopping right here? Like in the middle of the whole, just like, you know, it, it's like a car crash. And you stop yeah. and then everybody's like. <laughs> and everybody gets mad. That's my day. That's my life every single day in, in New, New York. York City. Yep. Mm -hmm. Every single, I'm like, how do you possibly think that you're the only person walking on this narrow sidewalk? What? It's amazing, It makes no man. sense. And when, it, and when I catch myself, the only time I ever do it, and I will, I'm so aware of it. I'll bring my, when my wife says, which part, you know, sometimes you're talking and she goes, oh, we need to go this way. I'll pull ourselves to the side. And then, you know, I don't want to hold yes. up people. Stop but so, so many people are so inconsiderate right. at that <sighs> part too. And you know why it's even more frustrating for you? Because you have big feet. Your margin for error is so much smaller. That's right. When you're walking behind someone. Oh. I will walk all over your back. If you don't, and what I also do, I also do, if I'm pushing my kids in the stroller and they stop, I'll bump them on purpose. <laughs> Not hard. Clip the Achilles. Yeah, I do. I do. Not hard, though. It's a love tap. I would do that on purpose. Mm -hmm. not, not an accident. I make it look like an accident. Sure. I do oh, it sorry, on purpose. Sorry. Yeah, because I, I, I see it. I see him stop, and I'll just be like, uh. Uh -huh. oh, sorry. Oh, I didn't see. Uh, oh, you just want to make sure. That I'm sorry you're an idiot yeah. and stopped in the middle of the, oh, no, no, but it's my fault. Mm -hmm. I can't oh, I wait to purpose, see what, I can't wait to see you as an old man in a cart <laughs> when people stop in front of you. You're going to be yeah, running people I'm over. I'm telling you, 
I will clip. What is that thing? Clip the Achilles. As a physical therapist, I can tell you, sensitive area. I will clip your Achilles in a heartbeat, but make it look like an accident Mm -hmm. at the park. (laughs) If I ever do that to you, just know it was because I wanted to. And how much joy do you get when you see the person go, ah? No, I don't hit them. No, 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 no. I don't hit them that hard. No, I literally, I tap it. You got it. Because I don't want to inflict pain on people. I just tap. I let them know, like, you shouldn't be doing that. Literally, the way I hit them with the stroller (laughs) is like if somebody just if somebody just kind of thumped you. You I got. I'm very accurate with the stroller. It's like that kind of notification where like they you want them to know that they did something wrong and the consequence of what they did affected you. It's like the spray bottle on the cat. You spray the cat with water. That's it. And if my stroller could bump them and spray water, oh, that would be amazing. Oh. You don't mow your own lawn, do you? We're in Vegas. We don't have grass. <laughs> oh, okay. It's all turf. Okay, good. <laughs> no, I'm not going to run over anybody with a lawnmower. <laughs> and and it, I might, if you're in my yard just standing there for no reason, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you hit the away <laughs> button, he's going to run you over. Yes. <laughs> but, man, these people at Disney, man, they're so entitled. You, I mean, ugh, Oh, yeah. I, I used to work here. there. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, I worked there. And so I did the Disney College Disney College program twice. And mm-hmm. so I know just how entitled people are. Like anytime you want to tell them no, like please don't have your child standing on top of a light pole over yeah. water. Uh, they're like, um, we're DVC, Disney Vacation Club members. Ooh. And we're oh. like, that doesn't, I'm like, cool. Um, you're do also they really humans. drop that? They, they say fully we're DVC? do. Either that or annual pass holders. Yes, they do. <laughs> All okay. the time. So is I heard because I have two friends. I don't know if it's DVC, but they pay like an extremely exorbitant amount of money, but they have access to everything. Is that DVC? That sounds like DVC. Yes. Uh, yeah, DVC you actually and see the casket of Walt Disney, I think, with that. Method. Yeah. <laughs> they let no, you sleep the, with the, the corpse if you want. Yeah, right, you actually exactly. can make love to the corpse. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what I, I mean. It's a very exclusive. It's pricey. It's pricey. <laughs> but and then they play no. Mickey Mouse sounds and oh yeah. boy, oh boy, wow, wow, boy. I don't know. I don't know if this is good. <laughs> Fully. Well, it actually does work for Disney. Not anymore after that segment. No, All right. uh, no. <laughs> never again. Let's talk about Johnny. He's uh, been here. All right, Johnny LaQuasto. Yeah. All right, tell us about your special, bro. Well, it's called Saudi Stepdad. It's on YouTube. And, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where my life has done a complete 180 in the past four years. Yes. We've known each other for 11 years now. Is it? Yes, yes. 11, Ari, 12? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he used to come on the Yo Show. I had a Yo Show on Yahoo. And he would come on. Let's put some of those pictures up, actually. I'll send them to you. But Theo Vaughn was on. Mm-hmm. You should see the pictures of us, me, yeah. you, and Theo. He looks so just different. We all look like babies, really. Yeah, we do, man. I, so what are you saying? This is, that you're aging well. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying. No. You no, know, now you look like a, uh, like a man. Oh, yeah. But back you're then. You're full of compliments today, yeah. aren't you? You need to learn how to talk. I couldn't. <laughs> You need to learn how to compliment more, man. Like, you're so like, yeah, you know what? You old. No, no. But you don't, you look a lot older than the picture. No, I'm the same but, amount older than you are in from that photo. I have facial hair now. I couldn't do that back then. Yeah. Tried. Yeah. We're, we're on bad terms now. Yeah, well. No, I'm just playing. Oh, yeah. No, but he's absolutely correct. He's out. But we'll put up the picture right yeah. now. Look at that. You're right. You're Look at us. Look how young we were. 2012 that was. 
so 13 year, I, uh, 11 years ago 2012 what is that 13 what, what 11 years ago 11 years ago yeah, i man. was 15 that yes. was crazy yeah you were a sophomore in high school yeah, yeah. almost ready to drive yes. yes experimenting with yourself and you had a show on yahoo <laughs> yeah i did I, I i was very uh i made big moves at 15 johnny dude i'm impressed man thank you all right so i've known johnny forever now here's what's interesting you used to do a lot you still do comedy but yeah. we met each other doing a bunch of comedy shows mm -hmm. and then you kind of you still did comedy but then you veered off into like wrestling the time that you and I met, I had, I had just started a couple of years prior working in professional wrestling. And then as an announcer, not a wrestler. Yeah. No, God, no. Yeah. I am not an athlete. At yeah. All. So on. so what got you into announcing wrestling? It's something I always loved as a kid. I just never thought it would be a chance and, you know, for me to do it. But I was already doing on camera hosting, not the level of you were. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you were working for E. I was just doing side hustles here and there, yeah. doing whatever I could. And it came natural to me, just talking to an audience and people at home and all that jazz. And uh, got a chance to work in wrestling, kept doing a bunch of hosting. One thing led to another. Kept working in wrestling. Opportunity came up. WWE hired me. Next thing you know, I'm working at my dream company. And, uh, and then the pandemic happened. And, oh. Yeah. And, and that crushed it, your dream. What near, were you doing yeah. at the WWE? Everything with a mic. I was doing play-by-play -play on one of their shows. I was ring announcing. I was hosting live events. I got to do Staples Center in front of 13,000 people. Oh, man. Um, which I'm very grateful for. But, yeah. And just when things were really picking up for me, I was a year in, and I was starting to feel that confidence. Like, I didn't feel like I was on eggshells anymore. I was, like, coming into my own as a, an all-round broadcaster. Pandemic hit, and then one day in 2020, they released, like, almost half the company. Yeah. And at that point, I thought I lost everything when in actuality ended up meeting my wife a couple of months later. And then I said to myself, well, I've done play by play for the biggest sports entertainment company in the world. Why can't I keep doing it? And so I've branched out into other combat sports. So now okay. I'm doing MMA, I'm doing boxing, still doing wrestling. And uh, it, it's been pretty cool. I've been what, what's the most but, brutal thing you've ever seen in the ring? As far as wrestling goes, anything. Oh, man. Oh, I, I actually called a one-second knockout a couple of months ago. Yeah. How'd that happen? For Titan FC on Fight Pass. So here's the thing. In actuality, it was five seconds. I don't know why, because I was also cage announcing. So I was running from play-by-play -play to cage announcing all night back and forth. Yeah. And so basically, uh, you know, the referee signaled for the fight to begin, and the one guy just didn't protect himself. Dude came in, high kick, boom, knocked him out immediately. Some it went viral. ESPN, every yeah. major combat sports thing posted it. It had a mixed reaction because a lot of viewers were like, Well, that guy went in for a fake glove tap. In actuality, he's like, No, I'm a southpaw. I keep my right arm up at all times. And I guess the Wait, other did he hit him? What kick him or punch him? Kicked him in the head. But oh. the other fighter who got knocked out afterwards says he thought the guy was going for a glove tap to start the fight before they got into it. But the rule is protect yourself at all times. So what the guy who won the fight said was, well, hey, I'm, I'm a southpaw. I always go in with my right hand up. I wasn't doing a glove tap. We didn't say we were doing a glove tap. And so because I in. saw one just like that, but it was the guy thought it was he, they tapped gloves, but didn't he no. hit him mm -hmm. with a right. And I was like, yo, that's that's crappy, bro. A little, little, little cheap shot. That was more. That was pretty obvious. This yeah. one to me is just, you know, mistake made kick happen. And so boom, knocked him out immediately. And so I'm in the, uh, the cage waiting for the official announcement from the judge. Wow. And the judge says one second. I said, one second. What? She goes, the fight was one second. I'm wow. like, okay, I don't think it was, but I, so now I think it went down as like maybe the quickest fight 
in mixed martial arts history, and it went went viral everywhere. Uh, so you're special. Yeah. Uh, it, it just came out. It's on YouTube. Now, what what? How long did it take you to put together? Because I know a lot of times after a pandemic, it's hard to get on stage, and it's actually hard to just get on stage in some places. Oh, yeah. So how long did it take you to put together the special? I mean, yeah. between. <clears throat> working for WWE and then the pandemic, <clears throat> I went over a couple of years without doing stand-up because WWE was full-time. Yeah. I didn't have room for stand-up and then the pandemic hit. Couldn't do anything besides Zoom, you know? Yeah. So, like, it was one of those things where sometime in 2022, uh, my wife was like, you need to do another special. Like, you have this whole new life now. You've been writing a lot. You just need to get up and start performing more and put it together. And so, like, I By was... By the way, side note, that's a great woman right there to push you. That's yeah. what every relationship needs is both people pushing each other to be better. Go ahead. That's what she did. She mm -hmm. she said, she's like, you know, because I, I said, I'm like, well, I mean, my last special was on Roku and Tubi and it didn't really do that great. And she's like, who cares? Put it on YouTube. Yeah. Do, do it other comments. Do it yourself. And so I ended up uh, meeting a great team, really small team, and we put it all together. But, like, it wasn't honest to God until the night before I shot when I finally felt ready. Like, even leading up to the weekend, I was like, I'm not remembering what I want to do. The bits aren't coming together. And then I had a weekend where I got to do uh, two 25-minute sets each on Friday and Saturday. And even Friday night, I was like, ah, I'm feeling okay, but I don't know about this. Mm -hmm. And then Saturday, it all came together. And I was like, Thank you. And then I went into the special on Sunday field. Where'd you shoot awesome. it at? Uh, the rec room in Huntington Beach. Oh, I love that place. Small. Dude. I've never been, but every, I can't say I love the place, but everything I hear from that place, from yeah. comics, it's incredible. It's what I wanted. It's, I, I, this special to me is so personal because like in the past four years, I went from being man baby working in professional wrestling to now having a wife and three stepkids who are my kids. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, they're from another part of the world. So we have the culture differences. And What's the biggest difference in culture? I, well, if, if you ask her, it's apparently I, I don't wash my rice and I'm disgusting because of it. You know what? Uh, you eat a lot of rice? I, yeah, but I never washed my rice before. I didn't know that was a thing you had to do. Oh, yeah. I rice. even know that. Bro. So, well, this do you is, wash your rice, Ashley? I do wash my rice. Come I will on, say it's, it's a new, it's a new thing for me, though. Do you, do you, do you, do you wash your uh, vegetable? I mean, fruits. And vegetables? Oh, I, I have to wash everything now around her. Are you kidding me? Really? Oh, she will. Is not. she now? Is that because of culture or is she OCD? No, it's it's more culture and just wanting things to be clean. Yeah, um, because they put so much pesticides in those foods now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, wash haven't. your rice. Wash your rice. I didn't know. I thought the white the rice came pre showered before. Okay. I would, how tough was it jumping into a relationship when she had three kids? For me, it was it was scary. What's your wife's name? Uh, Amal. Amal. Yeah. Amal. Biggest change for you during the relationship? Because all this stuff, I can already <laughs> tell this is great special, uh, because all these little nuggets, the best comedy to me are storytellers like he is, but real. Mm -hmm. It starts from a real place and then expands out. That's why I'm proud of the special. Like That's why I wanted to do it in a small room. Like, Rec room, 125 people packed. Perfect. Perfect. I, I needed something to just be conversational, to tell stories, and just like to me, the coolest thing I've, I've reactions I've gotten is the fact that like people think it's it makes them feel good. They're like these are people from different parts of the world, completely different upbringings, who probably never should have met because of the pandemic. In a, in a way, it brought us together, and we we deal with our differences every single day. Our personality differences our differences in parenting. Like she's done such an amazing job as a mom. I'm just trying not to mess stuff up. Yeah. Like I'm learning day by day. I don't know what I'm doing. 
mm-hmm. just trying my best to like take a deep breath and be patient. I think taking a deep breath and being patient is the number one thing. And also the second thing I learned is you don't have to fix everything right away. Just let the kids work it out sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And women, like if a woman comes to you, a lot of times they don't want you to fix their problem. They just want you to listen. Mm-hmm. Men don't listen. No, I, I tell so every guy friend, just so listen. If you you want to really confuse your wife, if she goes, oh, I had a rough day, go, oh, well, you want to tell me about it? And she'll be like, uh, she'll just like, <laughs> just like her circuit board be like, <laughs> what's up, Ashley? I have a question as someone who my mom uh, remarried when I was 11 years old, mm. almost 12. And I used to test my stepdad Ooh. just because I, I, you know, I was the oldest. I was being a mama bear of my little siblings, you know. I, I want to know, have you had to deal with that with any of the kids? Ooh. I'm going to be honest with you. I would love to say something hilarious and, and stand-up comedy uh, <laughs> driven right now. They are amazing. Like, I yeah. honestly don't think, maybe the boy, maybe the boy is trying to How do. How old are they? Uh, 18, 16, and 12. Okay, so they're older <clears> too. <throat> That's good. Yeah. That's good, yeah. but go ahead. go ahead. I would say maybe the boy a little bit because, you know, he's at that age now where like, uh, you think you know everything, and and he knows more than me because he's got YouTube and stuff. So yeah, right. He's a genius. He, he built a computer two weeks ago. Mm. Like he literally, we went to the store. He already had a list of all the parts he wanted and got the parts he needed, and in less than twenty four hours had this damn computer built. You know, but as far as testing, I mean, I feel like anything that I felt tested, it's all just a part of them growing up. I don't think it was them right. like you know, conspiring, like, in the, how can we <laughs> get him off? How can we get some more gray hairs on his chin? Like, I don't, really don't think it's any of that. And yeah. I think a lot of it, I, I, I need to look at myself. Like, when you're single for most of your adult life and you're career-driven and that's all you focus on, you don't realize how impatient you actually are yeah. and how stubborn you are. You're like, I want this and I want it now. This is the way to do things. This is, how, you know, and now I'm, I'm learning how to, like, okay, just take a step back. I don't have to do everything. Yeah. Sometimes they're going to do stuff on their own time, you know, and then if stuff does piss me off, I write about it and see if it's fun. So when you did the uh, rec room in Huntington Beach for your special, did you how many times did you shoot it? Uh, Two shows, one night, two shows, one night. Mm -hmm. And which one did you like better? First or second? First show was completely sold out, which is great. Uh, Most of that show was perfect. But in between shows, I have some jokes where I, I talk, I speak Arabic in it. Oh. And so in between shows, my wife had to coach me. She's like, hey, you said this wrong. You said this too quick. So like in, we're in the green room. She's making me practice my Arabic. I love it. For the second show. I so love like, it. Nice. It was cool. So like any jokes where you see me speaking Arabic, that was the second show because I kind of messed it up in the first show. Got you. Yeah. Got you. What's the best thing about your, uh, is she your wife? She's your wife. Oh, yeah. Okay. What's the best thing about your wife? Oh, there are a lot of things. I'd say number one is that I've never met anyone who it's it's like, like I think you and I are pretty deep individuals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like we're beyond surface level, which is why I like you. A lot of comics to me aren't, or they're just surface level. Yeah, and they're just all about like, all right, how can you help me? It's like no, like we can sit and talk about being human beings yes. and being, you know, parents and stuff like that. I've never met anyone who is a level above that to where like. She has like, I don't want even sixth sense, maybe it's like, she's got this, I think it's almost like a superpower to where she can read anyone immediately. And she's never been wrong. Has she ever told you don't hang out with that person? Oh yeah. Like yeah. she'll like a comic or something. Oh my God. We'll meet people. Like she met a couple of friends of mine who were married a couple of years ago. We spent less than an hour with them and we leave the house. She goes, 
I'm so sorry, but they're going to get divorced. And sure enough, they did. And they don't speak to each other anymore. Wow. And I was just like, and at this point, I'm becoming a deeper person because of her. She's making me like, I'm very surface. Like, like my family has always been very surface level. Yeah. Like not emotional. You know, what's so funny. You say surface. Me and my wife use that all the time about people. Oh, they're just surface. Yeah. You know, because Mm -hmm. some people are just surface, but some people want to get underneath it. And I'm very surface if I don't know you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. It takes Me a bit because protective. I don't, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, but if I know you, then I, we start digging. You know what I mean? But yeah, me and my wife use that surface terminology all the time. That's interesting. Go ahead. She's forcing, just by being herself, she's forcing me to be a so much of a deeper person and actually be emotional. Like I was raised to not be emotional. Yeah. Like I was raised by my mom and dad were nurses. They were working in hospitals. They were seeing some stuff. They learned to just kind of, and then I became a healthcare professional. I've learned to just wall stuff off, you know? When yeah. And so she's making me be a, a better person and like a a deeper person as to like oh it's okay to feel emotion like it's okay to you know give your thoughts Mm -hmm. like i'm I'm just kind of person like ah i'm good well that's that's what that's what a good relationship does it pushes you yeah you know it pushes you uh both ways you know like dean's in a relationship ashley are you in a relationship no i just got broken up with no really yeah But I, I can honestly Screw say, that girl. I know Whoever that girl is screwed. <laughs> you I don't know what you're missing, girl. That's what I'm saying. I was I was pushing her to be a better person, but I think she wasn't ready to be. Some people don't want to be a better person. Yeah. yeah. Timing. And I wasn't receiving that push to be an, a better person. So I think it was for the best, you know, good yeah. for you. Timing is key with everything. man. It is, man, because mm-hmm. my you know, I, I don't think my wife I've said this in front of her a lot. Not a lot, but she knows I really believe this. I don't believe there's a right person. You know how they say, oh, I met the person. I think there's a bunch of different people. You just have to be ready. Yeah. Because I know people I've dated 19, and I knew right at 19 what type of mom, what type of, and they're doing exactly what I thought they would do, you know? But I was 19. I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. You know, and then no. 25, then 30. Like, you meet different right people all your life. It mm-hmm. just depends, are you ready at that moment? Tyler mm-hmm. Perry has the best expression ever. He says, when you break a glass ceiling, people get cut. Ooh. Ooh. Damn. Damn, that's deep. Love that. Where can people follow you, see you, all this good stuff? Uh, every social media handle, Jay Quasto, J-Q-U-A-S-T-O, YouTube.com slash Johnny LaQuasto. Or if you just, I think if you Google Saudi stepdad, I'm pretty sure that I'm the only thing that'll pop up. But I really think it'll be 43 minutes well spent for anyone who watches it. There you wow, go. 43 is my lucky number. I Boom. have to say that. Dude, see there? That. Whoa. That's a, that's a big deal. You see how he talked in 43? Yeah, that's my <laughs> That's my lucky number, 43. You know what I'm saying? This has been deep cuts with Mike Leo. Yeah, there you go. All right, Ashley, we're going to get out of here. How can people follow you, and what do you want to promote? At Ashley, the producer, uh, on Instagram and everything else, I guess. No, I got rid of Twitter and all that. But uh, 43 is actually how old I am. Stop. No, you're not. (laughs) Anyway, follow her on Ashley. She'll put her Instagram up there. Uh, Go ahead. What are you promoting, Dean? Uh, At Dean London Swift is my social media on every single platform. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Rendezvous. Music video. (laughs) End of October, I'm shooting for the release date. It's going to be on YouTube. I'll set up a premiere and everything. Yeah, get that, get that, get that. We'll drop some clips in here right now. So girl, hold on to me. I'm trusting you with the Gironneville. I don't really care where we be going to. 
Love it. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the Yo Show. We'll see you next time. Later.